from the historic Loretto Abbey Chapel. With the kind cooperation of the Toronto Catholic District School Board, the National Catholic Broadcasting Council presents The Daily TV Mass. Welcome to the celebration of the Daily TV Mass. I'm Father Dan Donovan. The televising of this Mass is made possible by the contributions from three donors. The first are Barbara Francis and family from Brampton, Ontario, in memory of Anthony Francis, and for all her deceased family members, relatives and friends, thanksgiving for blessings and graces received and for the return of her family to their faith. The second are anonymous donors from London, Ontario, in thanksgiving for countless blessings and in celebration of their seventh wedding anniversary today. The third are Lily, Karen, and Kevin Aranjo from Scarborough, Ontario, in memory of Augustine Aranjo, loving husband and dad. Our thanks to our donors for the gift of this Mass. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And with your spirit. Today we commemorate Saint Ignatius of Antioch, an early Christian bishop and martyr. Let us now acknowledge our sins and so prepare ourselves to celebrate the sacred mysteries. You were sent to heal the contrite of heart. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. You came to call sinners. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. You are seated at the right hand of the Father to intercede for us. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Let us pray. Almighty, ever-living God, who adorned the sacred body of your Church with the confession of holy martyrs, grant, we pray, that just as the glorious passion of St. Ignatius of Antioch, which we celebrate today, brought him eternal splendor, so it may be for us unending protection. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the letter of Paul to the Ephesians. Brothers and sisters, you were dead through the trespasses and sins in which you once lived, following the course of this world, following the ruler of the power of the air, the spirit that is now at work among those who are disobedient. All of us once lived among them in the passions of our flesh, following the desires of flesh and senses, and we were by nature children of wrath like everyone else. But God, who is rich in mercy, out of the great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead through our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved. And God raised us up with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus, so that in the ages to come he might show the immeasurable riches of his grace in kindness towards us in Christ Jesus. For by grace you have been saved through faith, 
And this is not your own doing. It is the gift of God. This is not the result of works, so that no one may boast. For we are what he has made us, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand to be our way of life. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord made us, we belong to Him. Make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness, come into His presence with singing. The Lord made us, we belong to Him. Know that the Lord is God. It is he that made us, and we are his. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. The Lord made us, we belong to him. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him, bless his name. The Lord made us, we belong to him. Alleluia, alleluia. Alleluia, 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 Alleluia. Blessed are the poor in spirit, the kingdom of heaven is theirs. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, Lord. Someone in the crowd said to Jesus, Teacher, tell my brother to divide the family inheritance with me. But Jesus said to him, Friend, who set me to judge or be an arbitrator over you? And Jesus said to the crowd, Take care. Be on your guard against all kinds of greed, for one's life does not consist in the abundance of possessions. Then Jesus told them a parable. The land of a rich man produced abundantly, and he thought to himself, what should I do, for I have no place to store my crops? And then he said, I will do this. I will pull down my barns and build larger ones, and there I will store all my grain and my goods. And I will say to my soul, Soul, you have ample goods laid up for many years. Relax, eat, drink, be merry. 
But God said to him, You fool! This very night your life is being demanded of you, and the things you have prepared, whose will they be? So it is with those who store up treasures for themselves, but are not rich toward God. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. The passage we heard a moment ago from the letter to the Ephesians spells out in some detail Paul's understanding of the gift that is ours in Christ. To the Ephesians and to us, he says, by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not your own doing. It is the gift of God. Conversion to God or to Christ or to a new or renewed way of life can unfold over a prolonged period of time, as in the case of St. Augustine, or it can take place more or less suddenly, as it seems to have been the experience of St. Paul. His encounter with the risen Christ on the road to Damascus transformed his life in a profound and dramatic way. Although Paul was a deeply religious Jew, his conversion to Christ had a powerful impact on the sense he had of his own sinfulness and of his need for forgiveness and reconciliation. In his preaching and in his letters, Paul tended to emphasize the difference between the before and the after of his experience, and by extension, that of many people coming to faith in Christ. In his letter to the Romans, for example, Paul begins by painting a dark and somewhat ominous picture of himself and of humanity apart from Christ. Faith breaks through the darkness and opens up for believers a new understanding of God and of their own life. In his portrayal of humanity apart from God, Paul tends to paint in broad strokes. There is no one who is righteous, he says, no one who has understanding, no one who seeks God. As he turns from the image of humanity apart from Christ to human life transformed in Christ, he proclaims, but now, but now apart from the law, the righteousness of God has been disclosed the righteousness of God through faith in Jesus Christ for all who believe. That same sense of radical transformation that comes from the movement from unbelief to belief and from darkness to light is present in today's reading. Brothers and sisters, Paul says, you were dead through the trespasses and sins in which you once lived, But God, who is rich in mercy, out of the great love with which he loved us, even when we were spiritually dead, made us alive in Christ. Here and elsewhere, Paul insists that no one can boast before God. We are brought into his friendship, not as a reward for some good thing that we may have done, but because of his love for us. In today's reading, Paul affirms twice that we have been saved by faith. It is not our own doing, he adds. It is a gift of God. 
Paul's letters begin with a traditional greeting, grace and peace. In Ephesians, the greeting is somewhat expanded. Grace to you and peace, Paul writes, from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. The word grace suggests a gift, something freely given to us or done for us. It points to the graciousness of the giver and the gratitude of the receiver. As applied to God, it evokes the love and mercy that define his relationship with us. Over time, Christians came to understand grace as referring to God's gift to us in Christ, a gift of forgiveness and reconciliation on the one hand and a sharing in divine life on the other. Our response to God's graciousness to us is a complex one. The most basic element of it is faith. To say that we are saved by grace is to put the emphasis on God and on his self-giving love. The word faith is sometimes understood in a somewhat intellectual way, as in a set of the mind to a number of truths, such as those spelled out in the creeds. Faith can also be understood in a fuller sense. In this case, it involves the total response of a person to the invitation of God to enter into relationship with him. As important for faith as belief is, faith, when it is all that it is meant to be, leads to and itself is made stronger by trust and love. We speak of faith not only in relation to God, but also in relation to one another. We believe that a friend will be honest with us and be willing to help us through difficulties or challenges that we might meet. A friend is someone to whom we are willing to entrust ourselves and our concerns. Much of such a relationship applies in an analogous way to our relationship with God. We believe not simply that he exists, that he is the creator, but also that he desires our well-being, our salvation. We entrust ourselves into his hands. I've often encouraged people who are facing death or serious illness or struggling with other issues in their lives to follow the example of Jesus on the cross. His last words, Luke tells us, were, into your hands, O Lord, I commend my spirit. It is an act of faith, trust, and love. The three reinforce and complete one another. Faith in this fuller sense opens us to the mystery of God into which it draws us ever more deeply. With this kind of faith, we can move beyond words and ideas and enter into the world of experience. Living faith of this kind permeates all aspects of our lives. It presupposes some kind of experience of God, a sense of his presence and of his love. Such faith involves mind and heart, prayer and action, love of God and love of neighbor.
faith and love. God's grace in our response to it, action and contemplation. These take us to the heart of what it is to be a Christian. Let us now in faith and love present before God our needs. For all those in the Daily TV Mass community who have asked to be included in our prayer intentions book, that during this time of thanksgiving, we may be grateful for all that we have received and be willing to share our goods and talents with others. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For Pope Francis and for all the baptized who are collaborating with him in working to renew the life of the church, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For refugees from conditions of war, oppression, or poverty, that they will find a welcome in the countries to which they turn for help. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For the elderly, the chronically ill, and for those who care for them, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. Gracious God, we ask you to hear and grant these prayers as well as the more personal ones that each one of us has in his or her own heart. All this we pray through Christ our Lord. Amen. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you, fruit of the earth and work of human hands that will become for us the bread of life. Blessed be God forever. water and why become partakers of his divinity and became partaker of our humanity. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the wine we offer you. Fruit of the vine and work of human hands, it will become our spiritual drink. Blessed be God. <clears throat> Gracious God, we ask you, wash me from my sins, cleanse me. Pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be made acceptable to God, the Father Almighty. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at your hands for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and the good of all his holy church. May this oblation and our homage be pleasing to you, O Lord, just as you accept of St. Ignatius the wheat of Christ, made pure bread through his martyrdom and passion, through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God. For you are glorified when your saints are praised. Their very sufferings are but wonders of your might. In your mercy, you give ardor to their faith, to their endurance, you grant them resolve, and in their struggle, the victory is yours through Christ our Lord. 
Therefore, all creatures of heaven and earth sing a new song in adoration, and we with all the host of angels cry out, and without end we acclaim. Holy, 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 Lord God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest, Hosanna in the highest, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it, gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice and once more giving thanks, gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. <clears throat> when we eat this bread and drink this cup, we proclaim your death, O Lord, until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you've held us worthy to be in your presence and serve you. Have... Humbly, we pray that you, by the partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, and Thomas, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection, and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the Blessed Apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life, and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. 
through him and with him and in him. O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. Amen. At the Savior's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope of the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, you said to your apostles, peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not upon our sins, but upon the faith of your church and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. May the peace of the Lord be with you always. And with your spirit. And let us offer one another a sign of peace. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. Please join me now in this act of spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the Blessed Sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire you in my soul. Since I cannot now receive you sacramentally, come spiritually into my heart, as though you were already there. I embrace you and unite myself wholly to you, Permit not that I should ever be separated from you. 
Amen. Let us pray. May the heavenly bread we have received, O Lord, on the feast day of St. Ignatius, renew us, we pray, and make us Christians in name and in deed. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace. Thanks be to God. Our thanks to our donors for the gift of this Mass.